Welcome back to the 150K podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, I have with me Stephanie, the food goddess, mental health warrior, uh, health and lifestyle coach. Um, I met her through a mutual friend, Marshall Gillen, oh, probably about two, three months ago on a live that she was doing. Um, and just, she just brought a ton of really cool and great value. But Stephanie, for people that don't know you from my podcast, give us a little bit of your background and what you do. Yeah, thank you so much. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I, I started my journey 15 years ago of healing myself and it started through healing through food. And then I realized once you start looking at your plate and what's in front of you and what you're ingesting, uh, actually physically through food, you also start looking about what you're ingesting through social media and content and, and how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others or how you allow others to speak to you. And so I just got really, really laser focused on, on how I was eating well to fuel my body, to fuel my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, at the time I was on depression medication and, and it, it really, and eating well, eating more whole foods, more fiber really helped me feel better. So I've always known that I'm on earth to be a servant and to help other people. And so I decided that I would become a health coach. So uh, a health and nutrition coach, more specifically holistic and plant-based. Uh, so I help, help people change their diet. I help them tr- transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my clients are not vegan or plant-based, uh, but usually we get them to a place where they're eating at least 80% and sometimes they do go vegan. But again, I, I'm a firm believer that we, uh, we are all different. We are all on different journeys. And so I'm just here to hold people's hand as they step into the next phase of making their lives better, elevating their energy, elevating their, their purpose, and, and really just becoming more conscious about whatever it is that we each individually need. No, that's awesome. And I, I've checked out your page. It makes me hungry. Um, I'm <laughs> not plant-based, but I went on a food journey about three years ago um, where I went from, I was like about 210 down to about 178, um, just eating, like you said, more whole foods, uh, not processed stuff, working out, drinking water, getting rest. So I, I definitely, definitely connect with that. So for my listeners that maybe are at the beginning of that journey, because we all were there, like my reckoning yeah. was we went to Disney World and I looked at the picture and because I'm saying about myself I can say that I was like who's the fat man I'm like holy crap why am I like why did I allow myself to get to that point so for someone just starting out what would you suggest for them food wise would you do that first or would you do the mental first which would be your your idea yeah I think that's such a great question uh you know I think the first thing is, I mean, is knowing you want to change, right? I think that's in any, in anything that you realize um, that, you know, you want to make a change. There's something here. Uh, I recommend to people, first of all, just drinking water and making sure that you're incorporating more water into your life is going to make such a difference. Yes. There are so many times that I see clients uh, of mine, uh, they, they'll bring me their lab work. Uh, and, and although I, I don't like break it down all of it, it's a, it's a great roadmap for me to look at. And at least 50% of the time they're dehydrated or their electrolytes are off. And, mm-hmm. and that's so important because our cells need water. 
water being hydrated gives us energy. And I've even done, I, I I'm, I'm a firm believer of, of doing things on myself, trying new modalities before mm -hmm. I tell someone else to do it. Yep. Makes uh, sense. So, yeah. So for, for about a month and a half, um, I cut out caffeine. I, I, I was one of those, you know, I need to have my, my cup of matcha every once in a while. Yeah. yeah every yeah. once in a while, it would be like a cup of coffee. And, uh, and I thought, well, I'm going to try how hydration really like to see if it really does work. So I cut out the caffeine and every morning I started off with two pint sized glasses of room temperature or warm water with a little mm -hmm. bit of lemon, just for a little extra vitamin C, uh, over the month, I realized how much more energy I had and how many day, most days I didn't need caffeine. It was just the matter of fact of needing to be hydrated. And I'm not, I mean, there were days where I woke up and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't yep. know if I'm going to be able to get through the day. Like I'm tired. <laughs> Today is definitely yeah. going to be that day I grabbed for the caffeine. And then after the two glasses of water, I felt energized and I didn't feel like I was needing or craving that caffeine. So I, I definitely think that's one way to start. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you something on that, because like uh, my wife has worked with a homeopath and I have as well. And you mentioned the warm or hot water. Mm. What is the benefit of that? Because, you know, like a lot of people drink ice cold water and stuff like that. And I don't I like room temperature. But what's the benefits with the with that? Yeah. And, you know, there's benefits in both ways, to be honest, uh, which I think is is notable to to say, because sometimes people get so far on one spectrum. Uh, so when you drink warm water, it's matching your body's temperature a little bit more. So it's not as shocking. Mm -hmm. uh, it also, because it's matching your, your body as it's going down into your digestion, it's starting to wake you up. It's starting to kind of in a very gentle way, say, Hey, I'm going to start putting things into my body that are solid or that have more nutrients, get ready. And gotcha. so, with, yeah, so with warm, it just kind of, it, it's not as shocking. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, but cold, so cold water is, it's kind of shocking. So, I mean, yes. it will like a lot of times there, they do say that it could burn maybe a little bit more calories. I mean, it might be like three calories. I don't <laughs> know that it's like that significant, but what I, what I hear, and for me personally, and again, this is, isn't how everyone has to be, but when I hear shocking my system, I, I kind of, I play with that a little and I think, okay, well, I think right when I wake up, it might be, it might be nice to gently flow into my mm -hmm. day. So I prefer warm and hot water. And again, it really does help with digestion. And there are studies on that for sure. No, no, that's good. So like we were talking before we started, I'm doing a thing called 75 hard and had to drink a gallon of water a day. Yes. I still am drinking coffee because I have not given that up. That's my one thing, but I drink it black with a little sugar. So how much water would you recommend like for the average person or is there like a gauge like that people should be drinking a day? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I mean, the, the bare minimum is about eight ounces, uh, or I'm sorry, eight times eight ounces, like eight, eight cups, right? 64 mm -hmm. ounces. Um, but also, you know, it depends on how much you work out, how much you sweat. If it's hot out, you're definitely going to want to supplement with more water. If you're drinking caffeine, I, my rule with them is if for every glass of caffeine that you have, uh, what, or a cup of coffee or, you know, a cup of tea to supplement that with one or two glasses of water, mm -hmm. uh, because it does dehydrate us. It does make us, uh, excrete our, our liquids more. So definitely, I mean, and, and again, I mean, if you're, if you're a hundred pounds, then you might you want, need to taper down a little bit. So right. rule of thumb is about half of your body weight is a, is mm -hmm. a good rule to, to keep in mind. 
no, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then, so we, we started with water, but like when you move into that, people trying to make changes with their food. Cause I know when I started, and again, my wife helped me out a lot in food prep. So I had someone in my corner, which was helpful, but, um, what would be the next step? Just like basic things. I know we talked about being more plant-based or at least getting greens and certain things. Is there certain foods you would recommend or how would you, if I was like, Hey, Stephanie, help me. What would you say? Yeah. Um, so I always like to tell people, I know it can be overwhelming when you make a change, just like when you start going to school for the first time, first day of school might be a little overwhelming. You're trying to get all the information in. So really take the time, be patient with yourself and kind with yourself as you incorporate this next step. Um, start looking, you know, some people only know about broccoli and celery and they don't know about bok choy or mushrooms or kale, you know, Mm -hmm. or cabbage. And so I always recommend so that you don't get too overwhelmed every week, make a commitment to yourself to add maybe two to five new veggies to your, to your repertoire, or maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe you just, uh, start cycling them in. Cause you know, I, I sometimes myself personally, even, uh, in the past and even today, cause I'm human. Uh, sometimes I just get stuck on broccoli and Brussels sprouts because I love them so much. Mm-hmm. But then we have all these other beautiful fruits and vegetables that really nourish us. And, and each one of them have a variety of different vitamins and minerals. So being able to switch them in and out. So, so again, so whether you're adding in two to five new vegetables you've never tried before in a week, or maybe you think, okay, I've, I've had a lot of cabbage salad uh, this last week. I I was eating a lot of Brussels sprouts and and red bell peppers. Maybe this week I make a decision to incorporate some bok choy and some curly kale Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and and other things like that, maybe some tomatoes and and carrots, Uh, green leafy vegetables, contain phytonutrients and antioxidants that are so good for us, um, especially cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous vegetables are broccoli, cabbage, bok choy, um, kale. Mm-hmm. They, and they're like scrubbers. They scrub our system. Uh, they contain something called sulfur, sulforaphane. Mm-hmm. And that is something that has been, studies have shown that it can actually help uh, get rid of cancer cells. Like it's that powerful, especially in sprout form. Like if you've heard of broccoli sprouts or alfalfa sprouts, those have like 10 X of the sulforaphane. And that is something that is so beneficial. Like I, I do have friends and clients that, that have cancer. And although as a professional, I'm not allowed to say that I can manage or reverse a disease. There are studies that show that these things can help and be very beneficial. So getting in some cruciferous vegetables, trying new vegetables, or just trying to kind of rotate your vegetables and and keep the rainbow going on your plate. That's what I always Mm -hmm. say. If you've got colors on your plate, you're most likely getting the right amount of vitamins and and minerals and nutrients and um, phytonutrients as well. No, that's perfect. And and what I've noticed is, is once I started eating it, and all, I started to like it. Like, I didn't know I liked bok choy. I didn't know I liked broccolini. I didn't know I liked a lot of the different stuff. I've always liked cabbage, but like, all the, like just the different things. And they're actually really good. But like, you know, I grew up in the Midwest and our diet was potatoes, steak or potatoes, meat and another starch. Absolutely. So, so we, we've been making those changes. So I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and then go, kind of going on along on this, 
and everything. What are your thoughts on like self-care and how important is that? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Self-care is so important. And again, I'm going to admit, I, I talk about it all often. I am human and every once in a while, I forget to do it myself, yep. but, but then I bring myself back to it. And actually I'm right now on a, on a huge self-care journey. I'm, I'm in my master's program and it honestly has got me feeling stressful ways that I normally can, can hone in and kind of like meditate and do breath work and get myself to be more centered. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel like I haven't really been myself in the last year since I've been studying and uh, and self-care has been something I've had to be really aware of. Like I actually have to put it in my calendar, like, okay, yep. this week I'm making sure I'm getting a massage this week. I'm going to make sure that I get 10 minutes or 10 to 20 minutes out in, in nature, whether it's right outside my house, whether I, I go somewhere to the woods, cause the, the, the redwood forest is close by to where I'm at. Nice. Um, yeah. It's, it's really important because Connecting to nature, connecting to source, being around water, hearing the the beautiful sounds of of what's around us. Again, if you're if you're in a city, I know it's not always a beautiful sound. You're probably hearing cars and honking. Maybe that means that self care is sitting in your living room and you're listening to Insight Timer or some sort of app that um, or Spotify or, or mm -hmm. YouTube that has some sort of hurts uh, hurts love energy or something like that, where you can really just sit with yourself. You can hear yourself think. And, uh, and again, I mean, even just eating well or drinking and hydrating, those are all forms of self-care. It's so important because we need it for recharging. And, and again, like I said, so this last year I've, I've, I've been really actively trying, but mm -hmm. I, I kind of tapered off uh, a couple months ago and I, I really was just going full force, not doing as much self-care. So in the last three weeks, it has been all about self-care for me Good. doing the things that sets my soul on fire so that I can continue to help others and elevate others. Mm -hmm. And I've just really gotten into more of the self-care thing. Like literally I went to a mastermind in May, uh, well actually Marshall's, our friend Marshall's, mm -hmm. and we started doing a lot more of like meditation that I hadn't really done, learning about breath work and just different things that like, cause I've always loved nature. I've always done the I'd go get a massage or I'll go for a walk. And like, I have a park by me, even though I live in DFW area, I can go and sit and there's this tree and I just sit there and I just think, and it's just nice. And I didn't realize how um, great it was. The only thing that I can't do here is because we have fire ants. So I can't put my feet in the dirt. When I was in Montana, we could do the whole feet in the dirt thing. And it was great down here. Fire ants are evil. And um, yeah. So can't do that part, but no, I, I've, I've been getting a lot better at it, but I do have to schedule it because like with you, I get busy with life, with sales, with podcasting, with kids, with dogs. It's just like, and I think we just need to slow down and mm. just be with ourselves, which I think a lot of us don't like to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, again, I have clients and I have friends that do not like to be with themselves by themselves and i and i really do i preach about this a lot that i mean you are your own best friend you have to be okay with yourself you have to love yourself you have to enjoy being with you so that you can then bring that to the world and to others and relationships whether it's relationships with work or a loved one and intimate uh, it's it's really really important and i could even like just another step on that i remember learning a little bit about 
uh, doing things on your own maybe 10 years ago. And so I just Googled activities to do alone. And one, mm-hmm. or one of the two, well, there were two things that really stood out to me that I thought, Ooh, that sounds scary. I'm going to do it was going to the movies alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I just felt like it would be weird. No one yep. really does that. So I did that and, and it was, it was liberating. It was, it was something really neat and cool. Another thing was going to a restaurant and eating alone and not, and I'm not saying going to the bar and eating alone. It's a lot. I, I know it's easier to eat at the yeah. bar because people are kind of sitting there singularly anyways, going to the front, requesting a table for one in the restaurant. And it's funny because the response often is, well, there's a 40 minute wait, uh, but if you want, you can eat in the bar. And that would have been the easy way out. But mm-hmm. I said, nope, I'll wait the 40 minutes. I'll go sit at the table. And I've done that a couple of times. I've done it when I was traveling across seas. And again, it's so liberating because there's, first of all, it's a little scary. You sit down, Mm -hmm. you notice other people are staring at you. They're like, why, why is this woman sitting alone? Right. I did whatever I could to not be on my phone and just really sit there, look at my plate, observe what was going on. I did bring a pad of paper and Mm -hmm. I, I wrote a little bit, but it was just, it was really nice to be in relationship with myself. Yeah, no, that's good. Like I've not, it's been a long time since I've done something like that. I have gone to movies by myself, which is a little weird. And when I've been on trips, you know, eating by myself is not as big of a deal. But no, I think that's a big thing. I know for as a guy, it's really weird um, for me to be alone just because I've been married for 20 years. I have every, all this stuff going on. So, but I found when I can get with myself, then I can actually just start to be. Uh, actually, another friend of mine said it certain like this. He goes, you're the only person you're going to be with your whole time. No matter if you, the people you're around love, you're not, you need to be alone with yourself, you need to learn and think, and then you can actually do a lot more. Um, so here was another thing that I learned a little bit about, and I, I'm sure you kind of go with affirmations. Do you do like affirmations in the morning? Do you have like a morning routine and all? Cause I know you, you mentioned the notebook as well, like maybe journaling or how does that look for you? Absolutely. Um, affirmations are very huge. Um, I, I used to be very insecure and I didn't think I was worth it. And I let people walk all over me and I, I had a really hard time with boundaries. And again, I'm human. I still am working on boundaries, uh, but waking up in the morning and speaking positively to yourself and into your life is so important. The three most powerful words in in, in life is I am blank, right? Mm-hmm. Like whatever that is, yep. I guess you could say two since you're making up the third, but you know, I am is such a powerful thing. And so I do, I, I have little post-its mm-hmm. uh, that, I, and I, I will put them on my, on my mirror where I get ready and it'll say, I am beautiful. I am wonderful. I am amazing. I am a creator of goodness and health, whatever mm-hmm. that is. And, and, you know, and sometimes it even feels a little weird as you start doing affirmations, yep. you're like, okay, someone told me to do this. Now I feel weird. Do I say it out loud? Do I say it in my mind, but after you do it, I always tell people do it for 30 days. And then after 30 days, if you want switch the words, switch it so that you can continue to be mm-hmm. kind to yourself. So our bodies are made of cells yep. and our bodies are made up of water about what 70 to 80% water. And. And there, I don't know if you've heard of this study, but there, um, there was a study. And again, you could Google this online, uh, mm-hmm. where there were two glasses of water and they, they pumped love and loving energy and yep. loving music 
into this one water and then the other one, it was just like, you know, like headbanging, like, like noisy, um, hate, like mm -hmm. so many like mean words. They froze it. Both waters froze differently. The, the molecules in the water heard the good and the bad. And so mm -hmm. you have to think in our body, if we are constantly negatively speaking about ourselves and I, you know, I'm especially, I'm not, not trying to cut out men, but I mm -hmm. think especially females, uh, growing up, like I heard my mom talking bad about herself or that she was fat or not pretty. And I started talking like that mm -hmm. and I believed it. The cells in my body believed it. And then yep. the moment I started talking kindly and compassionately, you know, in an elevating way to myself and others, my cells heard that and believed it. And I just, I have such a better and more positive mindset because of that. Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. It was weird. It's weird doing it, but just yeah. saying stuff like, you know, I am, it, it makes you connect exactly with what you're doing, which makes it to where you're declaring about yourself, which most people don't do. Most people get caught in their little, you know, bubble or whatever, but no, I love that. So we're not done, but I always like to do this in the middle. Where can people find you? And I always do in the middle because people always drop it at the end. So I always like to get this in the middle. I think that's really smart. Thank you. Well, Cause sometimes people jump on, they love it and then they have to get going. They can't stay the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so I go by the superfood goddess on Instagram. That's my, that's my biggest area of content and, and connectivity. Um, I am on Facebook, but it's more, that's kind of like a side, a side thing. It's, I just have so much going on. So mm -hmm. Instagram, uh, you can find me, uh, on my website and blog where I do post recipes as well as upcoming retreats and different products that I recommend and even discount codes. That's the superfoodgoddess.com. And I always love connecting with people. I, again, like I said, like I started my journey 15 years ago before that I was also meat, steak and potatoes, you know, and, and I also was in a, in a way different mindset. And, and again, coming from, from uh, past childhood trauma, like so much stuff, like I was in a place and now that I'm in a different place 15 years later, and I've, I've just created so much positivity and goodness in my life. Yes. There's still absolutely mm -hmm. down days, but just finding that for myself, uh, really made me realize though, I remember where I was at 15 years ago. And so I want to be able to help people. And so I love when people reach out and I get to connect and, you know, we just get to talk about being human. So I'm always here to help. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I do group coaching on Monday nights and, and yeah, I'm just, I'm here as a servant to connect. So please anyone who's wanting to, I'm, I'm happy. Yes. And she does. I replied to her in the, her, in the DMs after I saw her on my friend's show and she replied back. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit because you said past childhood drama and stuff. Yeah. When did you, because I know you've been on a little bit of a journey from, you know, getting away from the steak and potatoes into more holistic. <laughs> what was the turning yeah. point that even got you to start shifting that way? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I definitely was in a very dark place, although I learned to put a smile on my face and act like nothing was going on. So growing up, you actually, you probably would have not had any idea that I had anything going on at home. Probably a lot. I even remember someone actually projecting to me that they thought my parents were still married and that I, we had 2.5 kids, a dog, <laughs> the perfect a family. Yep, yeah. Yep. And a white picket fence. And I was like, wow, you couldn't be so far off. But 
at what I was putting out on the outside was mm -hmm. smiles and, and happiness and love. Um, I didn't realize that I was, that was even my coping mechanism until I was accepted into a program, uh, for, for women. Uh, it, it was women specific, uh, while I was in college, uh, it was my third year in college. Uh, some, uh, someone who became my mentor, uh, to this point still today, uh, he, he, he noticed something about me. He noticed that, that, that smile and uh -huh. the happy disposition was all a cover up. And he started asking me deep questions that no one had ever taken the time to ask me. Uh, I really do have to say that without him kind of like knocking me, uh, into that sphere, I, I still think I would have gotten there. I just maybe think it would have taken longer, but so I was 19 mm -hmm. And, and yeah, and he said, Hey, like, I want to talk about this. I want to know. And then when I kind of, I told him a little bit about what had happened in my life. Uh, my, my mom, bless her heart is such a giver, uh, but often uh, picked the wrong relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad was an alcoholic. He cheated on her. I, it really wasn't a great relationship. Uh, my, my stepdad beat her up so badly. He put her in the hospital and, and he was verbally abusive to me. And, and I just thought it was normal. And that's also, that's part of why my confidence was so low because mm -hmm. he told me really bad, mean things that a kid should never hear, but yeah. I understand why I believed it. Cause he's older. He's the, he's the parent. So of course, aren't you supposed to believe that? Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, 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 I kind of told him a little bit about that and he said, okay, well, I have this program. Uh, there's 50 women in it. And I mean, at first I didn't even believe him. I didn't even, I like, I like heard it and I was like, yeah, right. You're uh -huh. like, no one just tries to help other people. Um, but he did, it took me a couple months to, to call him back. Uh, after I met him, I, I was serving at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I, I got entered into this program and the requirements to stay in the program where you get weekly therapy amazing mm -hmm. um and and you have to check in with your mentor every week and you have to keep above a 2.0 and that honestly that was the start of my transformation um positively mindset lifestyle uh and what goes kind of hand in hand with that is about mm -hmm. a year later as i was starting to work on my mindset and 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 who i was and digging deep and seeing a therapist i oh my gosh i recommend seeing a therapist to anyone and everyone even if you don't think you have issues it is so nice to have somebody to talk to that is that's neutral that's going to hear you and listen because mm -hmm. there's been times where I thought oh I have nothing to talk about today and all of a sudden we started talking about I don't know my boyfriend watching tv on the couch next to me and all of a sudden we get into this whole thing that I'm <laughs> covering about myself I'm like what right. how did we get here so yep. it's, it's really beautiful. So I, I do think that comes a lot with it. Uh, but then on top of that, another part of like my food journey and changing, which again, um, the gut is, the gut and brain connection are a real thing. So mm -hmm. it does go hand in hand. If you're eating well, you're feeling well, if you're feeling well, you're able to uncover things and, and create more of a positive mindset. Uh, my my brother, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar. And so, you know, just like in any other emergency situation, my mom and I got on Google, we started mm -hmm. asking professionals and friends yep. and this and that and groups. And at the time I was trying like the keto diet. I tried the heart healthy soup diet. I was, I was just trying to like lose weight. <laughs> yep. try all I the hear different you. Diets. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, and so we, someone sent us a book. It was a, a vegan book and it talked about the energy exchange that when we are eating animals, uh, you know, from a, from a factory, uh, the babies are being taken away from their moms, moms taken away from the babies. I mean, just imagine that if, if I was taken away from my mom at four years old, which actually she told me recently about a time where she thought she lost me and mm-hmm. she lost it. I can't imagine the cortisol and the, and yep. the stress hormones that were taking place in her body. This happens to animals. And so it made so much sense to me that if we're ingesting this energy, that maybe that's part of what's going on for us energetically uh, or mentally. So we decided to do a three month vegan challenge mm-hmm. uh, for my brother. And yep. after three months, my digestion was better. I wasn't bloated anymore. My nose wasn't stuffy. My ears, nose and throat, all of it was so much better. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have bronchitis. I haven't had bronchitis since I went vegan 15 years ago. And I used to have bronchitis at least four to six times a year Wow. growing up as, as a child. Like it was, mm-hmm. it terrible. And I had that moment where I thought, I I don't know, I was like 14. And I remember thinking, I'm just gonna have to deal with this for the rest of my life. I didn't realize I could change it. So that was kind of like, that was, that was, those are like two awakening moments for me. One, like more of like a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. And one where I had a, a realization that food really has makes a difference on our bodies. And now I can even speak to it on a more um, energy, uh, a scientific level where yeah. I know our, we've got over 30 trans neurotransmitters that are made in our gut. And if we are not feeding it pro- probiotics, prebiotics, and fiber, we don't have the diverse bacteria that is going to make our gut flourish and our mm-hmm. gut I mean, 85 to 90% of our serotonin, which is our happy mood, uh, is made in our gut. So if you're not feeding that bacteria correctly, it's also telling your mind, I'm foggy, I'm tired, I'm depressed, I can't keep going on. Mm -hmm. When you're feeding it the good stuff, you're like, all right, like I'm doing better. That doesn't mean your depression, that you'll never have depressed moments or anxiety or, you know, anxious moments, but you're setting yourself up to flow just a little bit better. Yeah. You, you And you did two really big different nuggets. So I want to break them down a little bit. Yeah. Let's do the first one. You said therapy, self-care, that type of thing. Um, and, and, and I think yeah. everyone that I've met in this space has had a critical moment where they just hit a spot and they're like, ah, uh. so I agree with you. I think therapy is a good thing. Here's a question. And, uh, and, and I could be wrong. Most men I know are afraid to go and do therapy at all. Most women are a little bit more open to it. How would you get a guy to start even looking into that? How would you approach if I said, hey, I'm having all these issues. How would you talk me into, maybe not talk me into is the right word, but I think you kind of get where I'm coming from with this. Yes, I do. And honestly, I don't know if I have a perfect answer for it because Um, I've actually, I've, I've, I've actually, you know what? I have two men in my life that, that I have had this talk with one of them did immediately end up going to therapy. And one of them, uh, it took them a long time until they went through something so traumatic that they said, okay, now I'm going to listen to what you've told me before. Uh, My biggest thing in anything, when you're trying to help someone change or when you want someone to change. I know they say people don't change. That's not true. Change is just really difficult. It, yep. it, it, it is for a lot of people on many levels. 
Um, so really, essentially, the biggest way you can help someone change is being you, guiding through your light, speaking up. So I do, I speak a lot about therapy and I tell mm -hmm. people how it is okay. There's nothing wrong with me because I go to therapy. If anything, I think I'm doing the right thing. I've been in therapy mm -hmm. for 15 years and I, I definitely see differences in my life from other people. And again, I'm not saying I'm superior because I go to therapy. Oh, no, no, I get that. <laughs> yep, I understand. It's just, you know, it's, it's a way of, of being able to find out how to express yourself better, to understand yourself better as well as others. Mm -hmm. So, so I did have, a, I had a friend, uh, a, one of my best friends, uh, he was really struggling. Um, his wife was telling me some things and I said, you know, let, I'm going to go to dinner with him. We're just going to talk. And, you know, and I, and I, I opened up and I said, you know, um, I lately have been going through some, some depression and it's been really hard and it's really been debilitating. And thank goodness, I just started seeing a therapist again. Uh, mm -hmm. It had been a little while. And I said, you know, I'm, she helps me so much. I kind of expressed the process. So it didn't sound as, as scary. And he actually, he, he said, wow, I never thought about therapy in that way. I just thought like something seriously wrong with you. And so I think, mm -hmm. you know, really being able to being, to be open, to be vulnerable yep. yourself and, ex and, and be a storyteller, as mm -hmm. I, I know, you know, storytelling of what, how it's gone, gone on for you, uh, can really help someone else make those first steps. Yes. So I think really just being a guiding light, being you being open, being vulnerable. Um, again, the other person that took maybe two or three years to come to therapy. And really it was like that moment of like them having to come down to their knees. Um, you know, they, they did, they, I, they heard me say it, but they didn't hear me say it until mm -hmm. that tragic moment happened until they had that epiphany. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, there's no like linear way. The only thing I could really recommend is be yourself, tell your story, be vulnerable and open. I know it can sound scary, but at the end of the day, Oh my gosh, like what a relief to get something off your chest and to be able to share and connect with people. And oh my goodness, the times that I share something on, like on social media, uh, I like something very vulnerable. I, I get this like really, I don't know that this like vibration of like, oh my gosh, did I do the right thing? Are people going to look at me and think that I overshared every single time I get some amazing messages in my inbox. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I've been feeling the same way. I, I love how you worded that. I'm going to try this. So it really is just being open, being yourself, being that light in the world. People are going to buzz to you at some yeah. point. No, and it makes sense. So like when you said that and you didn't go, hey, you need to get therapy. You're like, I went and did this and this is great. And people can relate to that. I do this in sales. Like I'm yeah. telling stories about people and how I help them out and stuff. And then people are like, oh, wait, I'm like this person. I know you, you're not a weird person. So this is good. Yeah. Um, going back to the food part, because I, I like to, I like the food part and the gut and all. Um, yeah. and, I, and I've looked into this some, so I have a little bit of knowledge, but it's probably minor. Um, like we drink kombucha drinks. We do different things like that for the gut. But what would be your number one food or drink or maybe something I'm missing to get better gut health? Yeah, absolutely. So besides just, incorporating more whole foods and vegetables because those do have fiber and fiber really is, uh, it, it's wonderful for our, our gut. Um, but prebiotics and, and again, anyone can Google this and look up what a prebiotic is, what prebiotic foods are, um, uh, uh artichokes, um, onion, 
um, fermented foods like sauerkraut or kimchi. Uh, you got it right with, with the, yeah, me too. Uh, you got it right with the, uh, the kombucha. kombucha. I love kombucha. The only thing that, that kombucha can be higher in sugar. So mm -hmm. I do try to, I just tell people just as an awareness, uh, maybe look at your brands that, that you have to offer and, and see if you can pick the one that has maybe the, the least amount of sugar. But at the end of the day, it is, it does have probiotics. It mm -hmm. is good for the gut. Um, onions are also good for the gut. If that's something that you incorporate in your diet, because yep. onions for some people, they they're either allergic to it, or maybe if you're following the Ayurvedic diet, a uh, lifestyle, um, they actually do not incorporate garlic or onions because they're super dehydrated, uh, not dehydrating. Uh, they're, they're, they're very detoxifying. And so they mm -hmm. often look at that more as like, if you're sick, you eat uh, gotcha. garlic, but again, that's, that's just, a, that's, a, that's one modality to, to health and wellness. And so that's why I like to talk about it so that people know what they can pick and choose. Mm -hmm. My thing always is it's like, I have like, of course I'm going to say vegan cheese board, but it's like, I have this vegan cheese board for you. Mm -hmm. You pick and choose what cheeses look good. You pick and choose what fruits and crackers and you leave the things you don't want. I'm just here to bring knowledge. And so, like I said, like with, with onions, onions are a prebiotic, but not everyone incorporates them in their diet. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, green leafy vegetables. Um, I love beets. Beets are wonderful. They scrub beets and, and apples, or mm -hmm. I, I see them as like scrubbing your insides. They're even really great for if you're, if you're going through constipation, mm -hmm. it kind of cleans out the gut. Um, yeah, it really is. It's all about healing the gut. So I, I even say like supplement wise, uh, if you're having gut issues or you're really trying to work on healing your gut, uh, glutamine is a really nice, uh, um, uh, product supplement that you can use and it repairs your gut. It can literally mm -hmm. close some of the junctions because some of us, um, and again, this is just normal from normal wear and tear of tons of, uh, sugar and soda and processed foods, uh, and, and maybe overconsumption of meat and dairy. It, we over time can break down our gut lining and create more, uh, more open junctions that can mm -hmm. lead to leaky gut. Again, uh, wheat gluten can do it too, especially if you're allergic. So if you're, if you're living with allergies, like I used to, um, yep. and you're still eating the things that you're allergic to those can cause issues in your gut. So eating probi uh, prebiotics, uh, incorporating probiotics is good too, like, like yogurt and again, fermented foods. Um, and then and green leafy vegetables. I mean, those are, those are really, really wonderful. That's what's going to help you elevate to the next level. Mm -hmm. No, no, I agree. That's awesome. So now we're going to get into kind of, I have one question I ask everybody, and mm. then I have some little fun questions. So this is when I just like set up. So you can go back in time as far as you want. You can go forward in time as far as you want. You can talk to whoever you want to. You get to be there for one year and learn anything. Where would you go and what would you do? And then wow. you get to come back here. Wow. Okay. So what a, what a question. Cause I already, <laughs> I like, I just had like 50 things and 50 people that I would love to incorporate. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at this. And, and I don't know that everyone knows who David Wolf is, David Avocado Wolf. I know who he is. He's good. You know, okay. I mean, I would love to sit down and have lunch or dinner with him. I, I mean, if I could have a whole year with him, holy mm -hmm. moly. I mean, this guy has figured out so much about, <clears throat> about health 
and wellness, uh, superfoods. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> he's just, he's amazing. So yes. I would spend time with him. Uh, he, he's got a couple, I, I think he has a property on Kauai. I believe he's got something maybe in California or, or wherever he lives. I, I want to say it's in Northern California or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he, he forages and he grows and I, you know, I, yes, I eat plants. I talk about them. I'm learning so much more about herbs and whatnot, which I know he would be able to help too, but I mean, to learn how to grow and, and, and be more uh, sustainable in that manner would be so amazing. So mm-hmm. be David Wolf, I would love to spend a year with him learning and just vibing. No, that's perfect. That is perfect. So <laughs> Now we just have some quick one answer type of things, just kind of fun stuff. Mountains or beach? Oh, ooh, mountains. Ooh, see, I thought you'd go with beach. I'm, I'm more of a mountains person now. I used to be beach. Um, money or legacy? Legacy. Puppies or kittens? Ah, puppies. Yep, yep. See, I knew I liked you. <laughs> I have three dogs, so we have a cat too, but I claim the dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Favorite food. You're a foodie. What is your favorite food? It does it like favorite dish. It doesn't have to be like, this is only what you, but if you just, what's your favorite dish? Oh my gosh. I always surprise people with this answer. Pizza. <laughs> I saw you had the vegan pizza on your page. So yeah. I mean, yeah, you can definitely do pizza that, that totally incorporates it. Raw or cooked. I, I love any of them. Yes. Pizza. No, that's awesome. And then my last question, I always like to ask this. So say you get like people just only get to hear this last five minutes. We want them to go and connect with you. We want them to hear all the content before. But if you were encouraging my podcast, people that are listening right now, and you had three to five minutes to say, hey, this is what you need for your life from me that I want you to remember, what would you say? Mm, Okay. I just want you to know you are worthy you have a place on this earth and you have gifts that are so valuable that the world needs. You are uniquely different and wonderful. And honestly, honoring yourself, taking care of yourself is one of the most important things you can do for the world. Because the more we take care of ourselves, the more we fuel our bodies and learn the intricacies of our bodies. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out mine. The more that you can dive deeper within yourself, the more you have the capacity to share that with the world, eating nutritionally, speaking well, thinking well, going to conscious events, whether it's a a, a music festival, whether it's a a work-related CEO event, always looking to better yourself, always wanting to soak in information. I think one of the most valuable things that I knew once I started realizing I was learning so much was that I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And so in that retrospect is always constantly wanting to be a sponge and, and, and learning more and more and more talking to different kinds of people, not just being open and receptive. Don't, don't just shut something out because you don't understand it uh, or that it makes you feel uncomfortable. Instead, be inquisitive, ask questions, learn, Mm -hmm. grow, elevate yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself, uh, for yourself, but also for the world. Cause share those gifts. Life is for sharing and connection. And I know so many of us, me included back in the day, 
think that we're here on earth alone. We come into the world alone. We die alone. We can do this together. It's all about support. Find, find your tribe, find the people that are going to encourage you and pick you up when you are down in the mud and you are sinking, find those people that are going to pick you up at your worst and love you at your best. And yeah, eat really good food, eat whole foods at least 80% of the time. If you can, the, uh, the other 20% that's up to you. <laughs> Perfect. No, <laughs> thank you so much for being on my show, Stephanie. Check her out again at the food goddess. The superfood goddess. The superfood goddess on Instagram. Um, also, if you get a chance on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, please go like and comment on the show. Uh, it means the world to me. I do read these um, and I appreciate it. If you have any other guests you want, drop me a DM in my comments um, on there and I will try and hook it up. Thank you again for being on the 150K podcast where we help you take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Thank you again, Stephanie. I appreciate you so much. It's been a blast. Absolutely. And I appreciate you too and what you're putting out into the world. Thank you so much for helping others and having me on here and giving me a platform to speak and connect. Awesome. Thank you.